Third down and four. As Rodgers throws, it's Adams! Makes the catch and will take it in for his second touchdown today. Shout out to the tube. Shout out to, to Spotify. Gotta always, I gotta always remember to throw in the Spotify. I always gotta remember to throw the Spotify. Shout out to everybody that's coming through, man. It's Friday. So you know what that means, man. It's the last, last pregame stream that I do before we get to the game. And y'all know what it is, man. Once Sunday comes right after the game, expect me to go live right afterwards. So uh when we we finish that game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, I will be live. Um, with no issues, of course. Hopefully, no issues. But with that being said, appreciate everybody that comes through. As always, shout out to my guy Brian. Man, what's up, Brian? How, how, how's things going, man? Hopefully, everything is good with you as well. Um, but with that being said, like I always state, man, when I start these streams, man, I try to keep these to a minimum of twenty to thirty minutes, just something to get you by during the week. Uh, but before I continue, I also have to, like I said, make the advertisement known that I am now on Spotify. I always had to throw this in for like maybe a month. After a month, I probably stopped advertising it. But just to let it be known, I am now on Spotify. So if you guys don't happen to catch the stream, check the link in the description. It will definitely send you to the uh to the page of Spotify. Follow that channel. Follow that, and we'll go from there. So with that being said, man. Let's talk about the injury report, which is why I like to do these things every other day. I try to do it once a day, uh, but I was fine. I was running out of things to talk about. Um, and most of the stuff that comes out after the, you know, after the practices, those and they that stuff doesn't drop until like later in the day. And so by the time I go live, man, nothing has happened. Nothing is it's really nothing to, to speak on. But now that a couple of days have passed, we do have some interesting things to talk about to point out. And what I mean by that is we have to talk about the quick injury report. Now, I'm going to go ahead and pull it up on screen real quick uh, because there was definitely a surprise. It was, it, to me, to me, it was a surprise. Maybe it was a, a surprise to you. But to me, there was definitely a surprise. And what I mean by surprise, nothing big, but something to keep to keep note of. Now, as you can see from the the injury report, Nothing is new. Like I said, A.J. Dillon, I'm not speaking on A.J. Dillon. Um, Elton Jenkins is not new. We knew about Elton Jenkins. Um, a lot of this other stuff is like real minor. I mean, you have to you have to include every injury, even though if it's like something minor, you have to include it. However, what's new is A.J. Dillon. I guess he had a back injury. I don't know when it occurred. I don't know if it happened during the practice. Maybe he had a bad night's sleep. Regardless, whatever it is, A.J. Dillon is now on the practice, I mean, now on the injury report. Now, it did not stop him from practicing yesterday. It did not stop him at all. Um, Actually, you know, it, I mean, he had a limited practice, but I don't think it's done crazy to the point where, you know, he's not going to be able to play. Uh, so I still expect A.J. Dillon to play on Sunday, but maybe with limited snaps. Maybe we see more Kylan Hill. We might get more Kylan Hill back there, depending on how the style of play is. You know, if it, if it, if it deems you to run power, then A.J. Dillon's going to still get those snaps. But if it's something where, you know, a Aaron Jones can get off. If Aaron Jones can get off, you share some reps with Kylan, throw him out there from a couple, you know, a couple possessions and see what he can do. Uh, because to me, those two guys are damn near – I don't want to say they're the same because I don't want to take anything away from Aaron Jones, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, those two dudes are, you know, lightning 
and Flash or whatever, however you want to put it. Those two guys are very similar in play styles. And so um, if Aaron Jones can get off, I I would have hoped to see Kylan get off as well. Um, and we might see a little bit more of Kylan now that A.J. Dillon is on the practice, now that he's on the injury report. Not to mention, he still practice. He was just limited. And limited is pretty good. Limited means, you know, there's a very, very good chance you're going to play. They're just taking it easy on you. Um, Chris Barnes, he had a concussion. I guess he was uh, did not practice on Wednesday. He did practice on Thursday. So that's good signs for uh, for Barnes to come back to play in the game. Uh, but then, like I said, Elton Jenkins, once again, they're keeping it easy on that ankle. And like I stated, I tweeted it out, and I said it before. If this is an issue that, you know, can be lingering during the season, then I say keep him out, man. Sit him down. Give him an extra week off. Um, they're at home. I think the offensive line played very, very well against the San Francisco 49ers. A similar front that they're going to play. Now, they're going to be against a different beast on a different side of the football. Not a different side of the football, but a different side of the offensive line. This is going to be a Billy Turner game because you got T.J. Watt. You got T.J. Watt. He's coming off the edge from the, on the right side of the line. You want to make sure that that side is right. Again, if you got to throw big Mercedes, the big dog out there, have Mercedes Lewis out there chipping away, knocking him off. I mean, they did a good job with doing that with Nick Bosa helping out uh, Neiman. And so I hopefully I expect the same mindset going up against TJ Watt, who has a lot to prove, as you can see from his uh, injury report as well. He was actually full participation. So he's healthy. He's going, he's, he's a go. Not to mention that he's a go, uh, one of the best pass rushers in the league. But you do have – he does have some extra motivation. I don't know his mindset going into this game. I don't know how he feels about that draft. I don't know if he feel like he was snubbed or he was, you know, he was, you know, passed on by the Green Bay Packers. I don't know how personal uh, he's going to take this game. But he does have something to play for. Not to mention he is from Wisconsin, played for the Badgers. I'm sure he would have loved to play in Lambeau. This is his first game in Lambeau. And these games are very, very rare for him, especially, you know, with him being in the AFC. You might only play, you know, at a different venue, playing an NFC team maybe once every eight years, which is kind of crazy to think about. And so this is going to be a big game for him. I'm, I'm sure he's going to come in there very motivated, very hyped up to try to get to Aaron Rodgers, to try to, try to show the Green Bay Packers that, hey, you guys should have drafted me. Like I stated before in my last stream, hindsight is 2020. Obviously, we would have known T.J. Watt was going to be the guy that he is. You go with T.J. Watt, regardless of who you have. Um, but it was definitely, like I said, some red flags with, with T.J. Watt. Not to say that he was bad at anything, but he was very raw. I mean, I think that was his first year playing in, at, you know, playing the position at at uh, Wisconsin. And so there was a lot of question marks, and which is why he fell so far. Because, I mean, if anything, if, if everybody would have known T.J. Watt was going to be as good as he is now, he wouldn't have fell that deep into the first round. And so uh, with that being said, um, I expect to see a good T.J. Watt. And so I expect to have a good game for Mr. Turner. So, Billy, I need another game out of you. I definitely need another, uh, another game out of you. Uh, but back to the Packers. Back to the Packers. Kevin King was actually a very um, – Kevin King was actually one that caught me off guard. Now, before he was listed as being sick as to why he missed the San Francisco 49ers, why he missed that game. I don't know if that was from symptoms from a concussion. I don't know how he received a concussion, but he did not participate these last two days. Now, I think today is another day that they have practice. I'm sure if he does not participate, it's safe to say that he's not going to play this game. Now, I know jokes like the fly, I, I, and I understand that everybody wants Stokes to start. I, I get that. I definitely get that. But um, at the end of the day, health over wealth, and you want the guy to be healthy, 
Um, not to say that his his concussion or whatever he has going on is similar to 2015 when you know Sam Shields was out from like week one from a concussion. Like he damn near had to retire off of that. Now he came back and played, I think, for the, the I think the St. Louis Rams at the time, but he wasn't the same. And now he's out of the league. And so uh whatever's going on with Kevin King, I hope him nothing but the best health-wise. Now, I know people like to joke on Kevin. I know a lot of people don't like Kevin King, but think about it like this. We have to be very, very careful with our corner depth because if Stokes or, or Jair is out, who do you go to? Sullivan? You go to Channing Sullivan? I mean, the depth outside, like I said, between outside, you know, cornerback three and four, Kevin King and Sullivan, I mean, the depth is very, very thin at that position. And so uh, you don't really have too many uh, room for mistakes when it comes down to that position. And I know it's all fun and games when people talk about Kevin King, but at the end of the day, if one of those guys go out, Jair or 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 Stokes, you're very, very vulnerable at that position. And so, um, you know, you always have to keep that in mind. You have to keep that in mind. And so we'll see what happens with Kevin King. But like I said, if he doesn't practice today, it's safe to say that he's not going to play on Sunday. So hopefully don't, you know, those corners is ready for another battle, another battle. Um, another one that that popped up, in my opinion, as you know, I think this was on Wednesday after, as you can see. A lot of this stuff happened after I went live. So that's just why I wait till Friday to, to speak on it again. But uh, MVS, man, Marquez Valdez-Scantlin, man, he's out. Well, he looked like he's going to be out from a hamstring. Now they are taking him, they, they're giving him the same approach that they gave Elton Jenkins, not to say that he's out for the game, but they're going to give him until the game, maybe until Saturday to see if he can go or not. And so uh, I think the hamstring is what kept Marquez out of the – you know, at the end of the game against the 49ers, if I'm not mistaken, that's what kept them out of that that last drive. And so if it's one of those situations where, hey, you got to be very, very careful with a hamstring, you have to be very, very careful with that. And so MVS is definitely our deep threat on the team. That's that's the guy that Rodgers goes deep to. He takes a shot maybe once a game. And so with that being said, if MVS can't go, who do you go to? Now, they did bring up uh, ESB and, and Quain, uh Equinamius uh, St. Brown, excuse me. Oh, I'm butchering his name. They did uh, bring him up off the practice uh, squad. So he might get the opportunity down deep. I know people want to throw in Amari Rogers, maybe Randall Cobb, but we'll see. They definitely see how they plan on going about the game. But um, that is our deep threat. And I don't think we have another deep threat on the team outside of ESB, but he's, on, he's off the practice squad. He's not even really supposed to be on this team, in my opinion. But he's here. And so we'll see how that goes when it comes down to them taking a shot deep down the field. I mean, they might throw one to Adams or, or whatnot. They did throw a, a couple to Lazar last week, in the, even though they wasn't deep shots, but it was shots over the top that, you know, hey, if he's open, I'm going to throw it to him. So maybe Lazar is going to be that guy, uh, but we'll see. But we'll see. But uh, opportunities will be there. They will definitely be there. But that is it for the injury report going into this game. And so with that being said, man, let me see what the chat is saying before I continue to go on. Like I said, I appreciate everybody coming through as always. Before I get into these shameless Steelers fans, got to talk about these Steelers fans because they, they, they're they shameless, man. It's just it's just so sad how the mighty, how the mighty have fallen. Uh, Brian, what's going on with you? He did say what's up to me. Appreciate you stopping by. Brian, what's going on? He said, hey, I can't really stick around. Make sure to come by YouTube. I'll go leave a comment and like. We'll come back when the video is supposed to do. Keep up the good work. Hey, hey, Ryan, I appreciate that, man. I definitely appreciate that. I definitely appreciate that. See, that's love right there. 
you can't come through, but he gonna stop by, you know, get a give a view to the channel to help it out. And I appreciate that. Jay Bird, what's going on with you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Now, we gotta talk about these shameless Steelers fans, man. It's just sad, man. Like, listen, this entire Aaron Rodgers uh scenario drama has exposed so many shameless fans, not even just Steelers fans, but just fans in the division. We had Bears fans celebrate. They was happy. They said they were so happy that they did not care that this was a throwaway year for them. They said, you know what? We don't care. We know we're not going to be good this year. But one thing we do know is that Aaron Rodgers is going to be going next year. It, that's just the mindset that the, the stranglehold that Aaron Rodgers just has on these guys. The guy that they like to slander, they like to call wash, they like to call trash. Now that he's potentially gone, now that he's potentially available, now oh, it's all. Oh, the, the tone has changed. Now, I can't fully blame him because you got silly stuff like this popping up, which I'm about to put on the screen, man. Let me go ahead and put this on the screen, man. We got Because we got to call him out, man. We got to call him out. We got to call him out. We got to call him out. Now, when you got shameless stuff like this being posted, such as Yahoo Sports, like, are we going to do this once a week? Are we doing this once a week where we're just going to go ahead and just post something? about Aaron Rodgers. Let me guess. We play the Bengals next week. We're going to trade Aaron Rodgers for Joe Burrow next week. I mean, I don't know. You never know. Now, we're going to go ahead. We're going we're gonna to laugh at some of these uh, these comments, man. That, that, like I said, that's what we're going to do. I don't know who Charles Robinson is, whoever this guy is. Shout out to Charles. He obviously has a decent following. Windy City. Is this What is this? Is this a Bears fan? What's going on here, man? Who is this guy? Windy City? The Windy City is, is Chicago. I know this. I know this ain't a Bears fan trying to get Mr. Rogers up out of town. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. But you know, after Aaron Rodgers then spoke highly of the Pittsburgh Steelers and their organization and their friend, you know, and their city and all that stuff on the Pat McAfee show. Now, you know, everybody has to do some deep dives and overlook and just overanalyze what he is saying because apparently now he wants to go to Pittsburgh. However, how can the Pittsburgh Steelers, one of the one of the cornerstones of the NFL, one of the cornerstones? I I I have I had the highest respect for this franchise because I understand you cannot tell the history of the NFL. You cannot explain the history of the NFL without including the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it's just so sad to see how the mighty have fallen. Just so shameless from their friend, their fan base. They're so thirsty to get Big Ben out of there. Even though people's been saying for years to get Big Ben out of here. But now, you know, might I add, Aaron Rodgers has not played the Steelers since the Super Bowl, which is crazy to say out loud. But the two times that they played, it was Matt Flynn and Brent Hundley. Aaron Rodgers has not played these guys since he lit them up in that Super Bowl. And you mean to tell me that a fan base that lost to this guy right here, y'all want him on your team? It's just sad, man. It's just like my guy, I have my, my guy boy, man. Shout out to my guy boy. I don't know if he's listening. I don't know if he's going to play this back. I hope this gets to him. He's talked so much trash about Aaron Rodgers. And now that he's available, oh, now it's all kumbaya. Now he won't. It's just sad, man. Like, look, look, like, look, look at this stuff, man. Like, you know, my guy Mill right here, he talking, he talking facts. I mean, we'll take TJ Watt. You know, throw TJ Watt and, you know, Devin Bush on the board. We, 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 we can talk. I mean, they can keep the pitch. They can keep the pitch. I'll take TJ. Death. Then maybe we can talk, but it's just, it's just crazy to me. It's just, it's just crazy to me how shameless 
this fan base is. I'm just saying. It's just it's just sad, man. It's just sad. It's just sad. It's just sad, man. It's just, it's just very funny to see. It's just very funny to see, in my opinion. Um, and so, I mean, Pittsburgh, do better. Do better, Pittsburgh. Do better. That's all I'm gonna say. Just do better. Just do better. Let me see what the chat is saying. Uh, shout out to my guy in Gravy coming through. <laughs> shout out to my guy in Gravy coming through. Um, let's see. Uh, my guy Thomas, he said, I still believe coming back. Hey, now I'm just entertaining the jokes. Like to me, and do I entertain the Rodgers leaving stuff? I have no idea. Honestly, I thought at one point it was a wrap after you know going into the season. Oh man, it's a wrap, man. He, you know, he's not coming back after this year, but I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea because deep down inside. I truly don't believe he's going to play for anybody else. I think even if he was done, I think he would just retire. I just don't see him putting in that type of time and effort. You know, he got his fiance, and you know, I don't think you know. I think if he was done with the Packers, which I don't blame him. I mean, it's the, it's the green and gold. I mean, who wants to play for somebody else after putting on that green and gold? It's just it's just some different, man. When you the guy in Green Bay, it's just some different. And so I just I don't see Aaron Rodgers plan for another team as for next year i honestly i have no idea to be to be real with you i have no idea i just and i always i always go back to them bringing in randall Cobb. like why give rogers the power for just one more year i mean it looks like there's some type of relationship growing where they want to try to do different things have a different mindset as to how they want to run teams and they're willing to listen to the man and so you willing to give all that up after one year i don't know man i just don't i just don't see it happening I see him back for one more year, depending on how the season ends. And, all. of course, obviously the coaching staff, you know, Matt LaFleur don't want him back. I mean, is Love ready? Who knows? We don't know if Love is ready next year. He might not be. But, um, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But I'm, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Uh, Jay Bird said, how can Steelers fans talk when they got Ben? I, didn't, I mean, right, they got Big Ben. Y'all good. Y'all are good. Y'all don't need Aaron Rodgers. Big Ben is better than him. That's what I was told. That's what I was always told. I mean, now that, you know, the truth is starting to come out, man. It's starting to come out. My guy Brian said the sad part about this game is that my mom is a Steelers fan. Hey, man, y'all going to have some family drama this week. Y'all going to have some family drama this week. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't I don't expect this game to be easy at all. I mean, there's no reason why I don't say that I don't expect this game to be necessarily the easiest because the Steelers are in a tough spot, man. Let's look. Let's look, man. Let's let's pull it up. I mean, we talking, right? We we talking. Uh, we 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 here together right now. And so, uh, even though the Pittsburgh Steelers are two and one, not two and one. Excuse me, one and two. I don't want to give my extra dub that they don't have. Um, not at their are one and two right now, man. Let's go ahead and pull it up as to why. I feel like this game is not going to be necessarily easy. Not to say that it's going to be tough. I just think that, hey, it's going to be a little fight in the beginning. Now, the reason why I say that is because, let me pull it up. Got to pull it up. Got to pull it up. Now, let's go to the trash AFC North, everybody. We're in the AFC North right here. The Bengals are now 3-1 coming off of that win over the Jacksonville Jaguars last night. Shout out to the Bengals. I had them on the parlay. I needed them to win that game, kick off the parlay, right? So I, I'm cool with that. Now, you got the 3-on-1 Bengals. You got the 2-on-1 Ravens. You got the 2-on-1 Browns. Now, it's safe to say that, hey, Ravens and Browns can both be 3-on-1 as well. 
if you got all three of these teams three and one, it's hard coming back down from one and three. Not to mention, let's look at the conference. Let's look at the conference. And every all these games matter. Even though there's an extra game this week, you cannot, it's, in my opinion, you cannot afford to keep blowing these games. And so when we look at the AFC in general, first of all, you got two teams you expect to be undefeated in the Raiders and the Broncos. I mean, that's just how it goes in the NFL. It's always one or two teams that you did not expect to have good records, which throws off everything. Because now, even if you don't win your division, you got to, you know, rely on a wild card spot. Now, albeit it's an extra spot this year. Shout out to Roger Goodell. This, this butchering my game, man. Just adding the extra playoff team for whatever reason. I mean, why is there only one bye week? Why on bye week for, like, it's just, oh, they're just massacring my boy, man. They're massacring my boy. But um, you got the Raiders and the Broncos who are both 3-0. Now, like I said, depending on how this game goes with the Ravens, Let's just say, for instance, shout out to my boy Engraven. Don't take this person. Let's just say, for instance, the Ravens lose against the Broncos. Now the Broncos is 4-0. Now the Ravens are still 2-2. They still got a game on you. Um, or you're tied up if you were to beat the Packers. So it's still a, it's still a mountain to climb. Not to mention, um, the Bengals now is 3-1. The Titans should be taking off. I mean, I mean, that division right now is just, I mean, it's whatever. I mean, if they win the division, cool, whatever. I, I don't think you're going to get two teams out of the, out of the AFC South. When it comes down to representing the extra playoff spot, I don't. I think it's only going to be one team, and that's the Titans. All right, throw the Titans out of the mix. As for the AFC East, you got the Bills right now up front. Um, I think the rest of these teams, the Patriots, the Jets, the Dolphins, I think only one team is going to represent the AFC East. Uh, but as for the West, man, like I said, the West is tough, man. You already got three teams right now. You already got two teams that's three and zero in the West. You got the you got the Los Angeles Chargers that are now two and one. They could possibly be three and one. Let me see who they play this week. They play – um, oh, so they play the Raiders, which is cool. They play the Raiders. So one of these two teams have to lose. Regardless, um, we didn't even talk about the Chiefs, who are one and two right now. And I know the jokes is fine about the Chiefs right now, but they, they – I, in my opinion, they're still going to make the playoffs. And so when you got that going for you, you're going to have at least two teams to worry about in the AFC West. You're going to at least have maybe three teams to worry about in the AFC North. There's only what um, three extra playoff spots after the divisional winners, and so it's gonna be tough for the Steelers to come back from one one and three. I damn near feel like the season's over. Now it's it's a long season. Don't get it twisted. It's definitely a long season, but uh, one and three is it's that's tough to come back from, man. One and three is tough to come back from. So they definitely gonna be fighting. It's not gonna be easy for the Green Bay Packers by any means. By any means, but. Yeah, I know my motto, man. I think still, I believe we're still gonna win. It's not my problem that the Steelers are one and two. If they go down one and three, it's not my problem. So, with that being said, should be a good game, man. Should be a good game. Um, my boy DJR Productions, he said, I think they can win with Dwayne Haskins. Is I mean, thinking they can win with Dwayne Haskins is absurd. Although Ben is out out of his prime, he's their better option, and plus he's he could be a game manager if he doesn't make any mistakes. I mean, and the, the thing is with the with the Steelers is this. They waited too long to provide themselves with an insurance policy where, hey, we listen, if this guy can't go no more, we have a quarterback to fall back on. It was plenty of drafts where they had quarterbacks all throughout the first round. They could have traded up. They could have did whatever they had to do. It may not have been a popular move, but it would have been a move that, hey, you know, that uh, protected them for, them for their future. For instance, such as the ball. Let's look at their, their rival, the Baltimore Ravens. 
Baltimore traded up to get Lamar once he was available at that spot. Pittsburgh could have did the same thing. Pittsburgh could have traded up and got Lamar. They didn't do that. They didn't do that. Pittsburgh could have traded up another quarterback that got drafted late, uh, Jordan Love. They could have drafted Jordan Love, but they did not do that. And so I understand that a lot of these teams, they get flack. Packers got a lot of flack for, you know, drafting Jordan Love. Um, but if you look at it now, now if you look at it, if you're watching college football, I don't watch college football, but I, I pay attention to the stuff that's being said on Twitter. And the quarterback play right now in college football is not the best. And so right now they're saying that, hey, there was a golden, it was a golden age of quarterback play in college that, hey, that might have passed. And so I think they're talking about Archie Manning, you know, Peyton and Eli nephew. And he won't be eligible for like three years. And so three to four years. I don't know what grade he's in, but you, you know what I'm saying. It's going to be a while. And so a lot of these quarterbacks now, they're not looking too hot coming out of college. And if the Pittsburgh Steelers is trying to find a replacement, it might, like I said, it might take a while because the quarterbacks that's coming up might not be that good. And that's just that's just what it is. And so I, I commend the Packers. They may it may not have been a popular choice, but they did what they had to do. They did what they had to do. Now my boy Graves said, go pack, go. Shameless, shameless hashtag uses right there. Shameless. For Mr. Engraving. Uh, this got trap game rating all over it. I think it's close, a close game. See, do I think this is a trap game? I don't know, man. Um, I get what you're saying. I don't I don't know if this is a trap game, only because if maybe if Green Bay did not blow that week one game against the Saints and they was like three and oh right now going up against this one and two team, I can see that being a trap game. But I think that after that week one game, the way the media's been talking. These dudes is, I think they're locked in now. I think these dudes are locked in, and I don't know if they're gonna be uh taking any of these early games for granted anymore. I don't think they're gonna take these games for granted, and they know what time it is now. So shout out to the New Orleans Saints for smacking them in the mouth week one. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh Thomas K said, I was there too. Now I see him coming back for, for next year. Okay, so cool. So we here. We we together on that one, Thomas. We definitely together on, on that one. Um, he said, you think we might see some more Amari and, or, and Cobb this week? I mean, listen, Cobb has been out there. It's, the crazy thing is Cobb has been out there. He just hasn't been targeted. Even if you look at um the NVS touchdown, you look at the NVS touchdown, look who was in the end zone with him. It was Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb was there. And so it's not like, you know, Randall Cobb is not being on the field. He's definitely out there. He just ain't, hasn't been targeted. And I, like I said, it's nothing wrong with that necessarily. Um, I think that he's a guy that, hey, if one of these guys go down, such as NVS, he has an extra target on the field that he trusts that, hey, if I don't have these two looks open or whatever, I'm going to you. And you have to be ready. And I'm pretty sure Randall Cobb will always be ready when it comes down to catching a football from Aaron Rodgers. And so uh, we'll see. As for Amari, I have no idea, man. I have no idea. But that's no knock on Amari. It's just that's just how the game is played right now. He's a rookie. Um, You know, he's they, they're saying he's a little suspect on punt returns right now. Um, Apparently... The 49ers, speaking of that game, real last last statement on that game is that hey, they were a little bit they didn't they didn't kick the ball in field to kill some clock because they was worried about Kylan Hill returning the football. Like that's the type of feeling that I guess Kylan is starting to have on these guys, which made people start to wonder, hey, maybe he should return punts too. But I, I just think special teams, especially punt returns, has never been good. I don't think that's nothing to do with Amari necessarily, but just returning the punts in general for us has never been good. And um, you know, he just happens to to be uh to be catching strays for that, and so we'll see what happens with Amari as the season goes on. But with that being said, we we're reaching that thirty minute mark. I do appreciate everybody coming through, man, on this Friday afternoon. 
Hopefully you guys have a good weekend. Also, before I get up out of here, I got to advertise it once again to check out the Get At Me podcast page on Spotify. So that link is in the description below if you guys want to subscribe over there. Be my guest. This podcast will be live over there maybe like an hour or so afterwards uh, after this ends. So uh, with that being said, um, I appreciate everybody coming through as always. If you haven't already hit that like button, make sure you guys hit that like button and subscribe if you are new. Well, it's your boy, KDG, y'all, and I'm out. Peace.